Welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday morning. And since it's Monday, you know it. It's that time of the week for a bit of chinwag. And we do have the one and the only Sadia Asmani joining us. Sadia, it's great to see you. How are you? Good morning. I'm very well. It's a bit of a grey day today, isn't it? It is, but people, I'm seeing, you know, last week on chinwag, we talked about masks. Mm. And I'm noticing that this week, uh, sorry, this today, fewer people are wearing masks, even amongst our colleagues, I'm oh, seeing. okay. I know just in the train, wearing. I was... Okay. Uh, particularly looking in the MTR, actually, still, I would say that maybe it's because it's the MTR that people are being a little bit more cautious. But what I was surprised about this weekend was that there was a lot of young children, very small children, toddlers and stuff, who are still wearing it, which I thought, oh, that's really hard for them, isn't it? It's because it's conditioning. They're mm. so used to it. Mm. It took me, uh, you know, some convincing um, with, with my kids mm. before they were mm. able to go maskless. I think people are just being a bit cautious. But, you know, again, it's personal choice, as we we say so it's up Absolutely. to people at the end of the day they're not telling you to put it on so yes. so you can kind of walk free and breathe <laughs> and do whatever you like absolutely no dodgy looks so yeah. what have you got for our listeners this morning well i usually pick these subjects based on things that i come across and uh, it just so happened i i about a week or so ago, one of my good friends in the UK, who's always uh, posting things on Facebook, um, and, you know, she has pictures of her husband and her family, what they're doing, things like that. And suddenly she posted this thing that to say that her husband just, you know, collapsed and and, and passed away, just oh like that. God. And it, so it was a bit of a shock, you know. And, and I think, you know, it hit home. I just thought, my goodness, like... You just realise, I know we talked about this before on Chinwag, you know, when we were talking about the earthquake and things like that, that obviously life can go in a second and you just don't realise that what's what's around the corner. Um, but when I saw this post, it really, it kind of hit home. And then also yesterday, I, I saw a post on Facebook, some one of my colleagues, one of my friends here in Hong Kong actually posted it. And he had been sitting down somewhere to have dim sum. And there was a picture of the dim sum. And then there was a, a picture of a taxi just standing outside and a number of police around it, who initially were giving like parking tickets. And then what the story is, is that supposedly the guy who parked the this is in Hong Kong, obviously, who parked the taxi had, um, had died. He had parked it and then he just collapsed and died oh at the in wheel. The car. Yeah, in the car. So the car, the taxi was, was parked. And so he had just collapsed and it'd been several hours he'd <gasps> been there. So somebody who may have walked by might have thought that he was sleeping or something. And then eventually what happened is that the police must have come around because they were giving parking tickets. And then they probably saw that he had passed away. Yeah. And, and probably knocking at the yeah, window. And there's yeah, no response. that's right. But it was quite a. Uh, you know the post the, the picture that was posted on facebook suddenly again when i saw that i just thought oh my goodness like because i just experienced this thing with my friend but it just kind of made me think at the whole fragility of life in terms of you know we have we all have our our phones with us we've got plans we're going to do this tomorrow we're going to do this we forward plan all sorts of things um but you know suddenly things can just uh, come to a halt um, and I think um, also what it is is that you know 
quite a few people, um, sometimes when, when there is illness in the family and things like that, you have some sort of a warning that, you know, somebody is ill, somebody's not doing very well, then you start to question your mind that, okay, if something happened to this person, how am I going to deal with it? What am I going to do? But suddenly when these things happen suddenly, because if you think of this gentleman or my friend, um, you know, for them to suddenly have this shutter come up where they have no real closure with that person um, and that whole thing of grief suddenly comes in like a, as a block it's very it's quite hard it must be very difficult to deal with I was reading about this and I saw an article um, and it was just about how we deal with it because um, this one woman was writing and she was saying that I remember when I was six years old my dog who used to be my kind of companion all the time um, you know suddenly died and then she said then my father came and told me that look you know he's gone to a better place and she said at the age of six I was wondering if he's gone to a better place was he not in a good place with me as my friend and then she said that my dad then said to me that oh you know we can get another dog for you or something and then really that for her was just too too quick after she'd lost something valuable. She didn't even have time to process yeah. those feelings. Yeah. The, mm. You know, sometimes we think that, oh, look, you know, I'm sure everything... And, you know, you get comfort from people or whatever to say, look, you know, don't worry, your life will go on. And But, you know, you need that time. As human beings, we need a lot of time to be able to process that. And it's a sort of gradual weaning process. We, and there are certainly, that you know, the stages of grief where you think, like, there's anger and there's resentment, there's all sorts of things where you think about the whole process of grief. So so it just kind of also, you know, one obviously dealing with that sort of thing that I'm sure all of us at some point come across this situation, whether it's with friends or family or whatever. And we need to just kind of sit and think about how we deal with it. But, you know, at the same time, when I was thinking about the whole kind of fragility of life, it's like we kind of all get really... Um, engrossed in things that are going on in our life and troubles and 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 it's true I mean just now I'm facing something you know my my son is having a bit difficulty with his girlfriend's family and things like that and um, so you know at this point in your life that is the biggest problem that you have but for us it's so for all of us it's so important to try and kind of, you know, harness these things and understand that actually, you know, this isn't really a problem. We can work through it. You know, the problem is, you know, we have a life. We have, we have, that, you know, we're alive. We're well. We're okay. So if it's a problem, we just have to find a solution to it, you know. Absolutely. And I also think it's okay to live in that state of acceptance and, and that no feeling is inherently good or bad, that all feelings pass. You know, mm. when, when we're feeling happy, it will pass too. And when we're feeling angry or when we're feeling really sad, that will pass too. And I think that sometimes helps me personally when I'm dealing with, um, um, you know, difficult times in, in my life or, or my children's lives. And I think, you know, this is only temporary. It will pass and a new day will come. Mm. Um, and then if you focus on the bigger picture as well, um, because 
it, there is a new day. Well, hopefully that there there is a new day, and that none of us are on our sick beds or anything. That often helps. And um, but I I also want to bring this notion of um um positivity and staying positive. Mm-hmm. Um, while that's important, I'm I'm not I'm not undermining how how important to be positive is. There is that notion of toxic positivity. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that I think we live in a day and age where we look at people's um social media or we look at people's um uh, ability to always bounce back to be to be positive and look at that person she's always so happy no you don't have to be that person you don't have to be happy mm. all the time you mm. don't have to be anything that you don't want to be and that this moment in your life is fine you accept where you are right now you get through things day by day or hour by hour if if that's you if you're facing um struggles at this moment and know that you're not alone mm. and that this struggle will pass and it's okay to 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 have that struggle and work through it little by little you know it's like a knot the more you sort of tug at it the tighter it gets you know relax a little bit into it um yeah but but back to this uh toxic positivity um we, I feel like we live in this day and age where everybody is so positive and so happy all the time, and quotes and Instagram things mm. that we're not actually accepting. We're really bombarded, um, and I think yeah. you know, to tell you the truth, social media has a lot to answer for. It really it does, really does. Because it works in all sorts of ways, whether it's about, you know, reflecting something which is not true um, and just showing that side of you. Um, also, on the other side, it's also this thing about how people can make a comment. judgment. Yeah, like, oh, comments, she posted this picture. Nasty comments, yeah. which really do kind of hit home for others sometimes and could be the kind of make or break situation for them like you know you don't know what situation anyone is in I mean you know when I was looking at sort of minor annoyances and things like that it says like anger hate regret envy envy disappointment all can become kind of toxic emotions that eat us up Mm. because you can see things and there are kind of bad vibes in in many cultures there is this and and I think you know whether Chinese culture has a certain South Asian side of things the the Asian culture has this where you know they say that um, if somebody kind of looks at you with envy or they see something great that those kind of bad vibes kind of come to you then it's like Uh, you know it's called nazar like you know someone's bad you know it's just like I think you know in the Middle East they have this kind of eye don't they um, evil eye the yeah. evil eye which people hang around their necks and, and in bracelets and things like that and that's just sort of ward off like if other somebody gives you those looks it gives you that it protects yeah, you heard, and then so, your necklace is meant to give the other yeah, person the look yeah so so there is this <laughs> oh. kind of maybe it's the psychological thing too that you know that there is a certain amount of sort of envy or jealousy and stuff that can occur when people see I mean not everyone is happy to see everyone doing well you know it's funny how people when they say oh I've got this really great job and I've, I've got this and, and, and it's so good then people say how did you get that? Yeah, and, well, I, I, and they're I, just I excited to too. share it with yeah. you. Yeah, and the reason I, th- you know, personally, I think when if somebody shares good news with you, it, it's because it makes you ex- happy. Exactly, it and they're excited happy. to share it with you. And this happens, I think, there's a lot of this sometimes that certainly in families that happens because one, there may be certain amount of sibling rivalry that takes place, but also like families, I would have thought, you know, generally, yes, that is the case that you are happy when you hear about your nephew or your niece or your brother or your sister who's doing really well but the moment that you suddenly feel or people feel that "Mm, I wish I had that too then you know you've got to question yourself 
Why ex- don't you feel happy about that's it? That's exactly what my grandma says. You know, there's a saying in Chinese, "Yong xiu yan zi sam da guan zi zi fu." Means if your heart is small, or if you've got a little heart mm. and jealous of other people, then even if they, like, you know, if they share like good news with you, you'll think it's because they want to make you yeah. jealous. That yeah. kind of thing. There's, Which is so awful if you think about, you know, how humans perceive things. Like I'm no psychologist or anything like that, but you know, but we see it all the time and. And I think it's so important for us to take responsibility of these things and think, look, you know, if I do feel that, I've really got to question why I feel that, because it makes me like, you know, when I think of my own brothers or sisters or whatever, or my nephews, I think if they came to me and said, "Oh, I've got a new job, I've got this," you think, "Oh, that's great," you know, because it's just, it's you it's a, it, you feel happy for them, but not everyone does, you know. There is a lot of this stuff that goes on, and people don't are not sincere about it. But I think this is where again, the fragility of life is that we can all, and it's usually about our ego, really, that we can all get into a bit of a huff about stuff. And then, if you think, like for instance, this is just a scenario I'm, I'm looking at that you know, if this gentleman who had died, you know, in a taxi, if like he had just, uh, you know, this is obviously just a hypothetical situation, if he'd come out of his home and he just had some argument with his family or something like that, then you know, you have to think that always imagine that when you say goodbye to somebody or you're with somebody and then you're you're leaving or whatever, that imagine it's the last time that you're seeing them that you won't see them again then leave it in a good way yeah. you know leave it with a good heart um don't leave anything that you would regret if you couldn't get to see them again exactly never leave the house in, an, in a huff or you know slam yeah. the phone yeah that's that's our motto too yeah but you know and and don't burn any bridges because the moment that you uh, this is professionally as well i i'm a firm believer in this that as much as you know when you're in a professional environment and you have maybe a boss that you really hate or something or a colleague or whatever um it's it's, it's very easy for us to be able to give that person a good piece of our mind and say, yeah, I really hate you, you do this and this. But then, you know, at the end of it, like, okay, that may be just a temporary thing that you're going through, but just leave it, you know, don't bother doing that because you don't know when that person may come into your life again and how you may need them. Exactly. And you don't know what the other person's going through. They may be having a bad yeah, day or something. Yeah. So just leave it. You yeah. know, if it's not, it doesn't serve any purpose, then just leave it. Yeah. yeah. So so it's just really applying focus to our days. It says, I was reading this article and it says, you know, one of the great ironies of our life is that so many of us choose to stay busy, but then we complain that we don't have time for our passion projects and goals. And we put things off until tomorrow, until, you know, we, it's just too late. We can't really look at those dreams. We can't really change things. So even if, say, if you think about, you know, when you think about the fragility of life, if you think about at home, like I may, ha- I have a candle, which I really like, right? And I think, oh, I can't put that on because, you know, it's just going to run out. You're going to save it for, uh, yeah, for I'm a special save occasion. It for special. But then you think, hang on, you know, use these things. You may have nice clothes that you've got hanging there and you think, oh, no, I'm going to use those for a special occasion. But, you know, do those things now yes. and use those things. Use those nice cutlery. Use the nice dishes. Use the nice clothes. Get that candle lit. Do whatever. But don't save it for a rainy day. Don't save it for another day because you don't know what's written for you tomorrow. Just like my friend who, you know, uh, husband, she had planned all sorts of things. And they were, they were all reasonably active anyway before that. But, but 
how many regrets that you're left with then you think i wish i'd just done that yeah every day should be a special occasion yeah. and i'm not saying like you know going nuts and you know no, go out for like a nice wine or like you know special Sometimes dinner it every day you do something but do it exactly exactly mm. oh well sadia thank you very much i really enjoyed that chinwag and i look forward to more chinwags and, and it's nice to sometimes put life into perspective yes thank you so much for your sharing this thank week you.